Thank you all for listening. I haven't even introduced the episode, and I got a whole thank you in my spirit. I'm just saying, thank you, God. I'm going to go ahead and magnify them right now. Thank you, Lord. So, welcome back to Netflix and Heal. We are in season one, which is titled Sex and the Single Girl. And this is episode six, (laughs) which means we only have one more episode left in this season. My God, today. My God, today. This episode is titled Over the Influence. And in this episode, we will be discussing drugs and alcohol. But, got a little surprise for y'all today. Because, you know, usually it's your faves tell you bread. But today, today, (laughs) we have a special guest by the name Israel Smith. It's the in the building. The building. Y'all can't see me, but I'm waving. <laughs> hey, waving. Yes, yes, yes. And God saw fit to have her on this episode with us. And when he does a thing, he does it well. So I know he coming with some heat for y'all today. <laughs> so as I said before, this is episode six and we are so very excited. Um, we only have one more episode left in season one. Yeah. And I want to remind you all and inform some mm-hmm. that we are available on five streaming platforms. Whoop. That's five. That is Anchor, oh, yeah. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. Now what I am going to do is ask for y'all to put a special prayer up for the Apple ministry Man, to get us on these Apple podcasts because they want to play games. All they know is that the, soul, the souls is on Apple. That's, That's why they play it. Because the souls is on Apple. Wait, but I got the victory in Jesus. Oh, Hello. 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 It is so. And it is. It is. And so it is. And so it is. Thank you, Israel. You see why she's here? You see it. You see why she's here? Well... I'm going to say we're just going to delve right in. All right, let's do so, so, we're going to be discussing drugs and alcohol. And the Lord saw fit to place on my heart to do this episode in the formation that is done. Because one thing I can say about using drugs and alcohol, it is usually tied directly to a sexual encounter. It is. Um, oftentimes, we try to figure out, okay, is this me? Is this my emotions? Is this my feelings? And sometimes you are literally... Over the influence. For real. And I didn't want to wow, say under, good. you're over it. So the title really does ring a bell for me because it's like, well, once you reach a certain point mm-hmm. in what you're consuming, be it drugs, be it alcohol, opioids, right. whatever you're using, you have reached a point that, okay, now you're not really yourself. Mm-hmm. You're doing something outside of your character. Wow. Even to the point where you this can't even good. remember oftentimes what you did Come the on. night before. This is 
Now, anything that does that to you, I'm almost sure it ain't from God. It ain't. Okay? Because God wants you to remember what you did. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, and another thing that I I do find that it's extremely important because this uh, podcast is titled A Single Millennials Diaries, that we as single women have to remember that when we're using, you know, alcohol and drugs, that... (laughs) It's kind of harder for us to walk the walk of purity if Amen. we are putting something, uh, consuming something in our bodies that really throws us off I'm mentally, Amen. takes us far left. So it's going to be really difficult for you to live a pure life, to live an obedient life to God, to mm-hmm. really walk the walk of faith in the way that God desires for us to do so if drugs and alcohol are a part of your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, for short, he frowns upon it. Yeah, he does. I don't think oh, it's yeah. something that he <laughs> says, and and being that this is his vessel, mm-hmm. this is his vessel. So you know, the first thing I'm gonna do is hit y'all with some words. So scripture moment. Let's go. In Galatians five nineteen through twenty one, the NIV version, it says, "The acts of the flesh are obvious: sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, mm-hmm. discord, jealousy, mm-hmm. fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions." factions and envy drunkenness orgies and the like i warn you as i did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of god oh wow that's good so yeah so what i do want to ask today our special guest Israel smith um i want to know i want you to tell us about if you've ever had a relationship with drugs what was that like and how did you get to where you are now yeah. with not even doing, using them, just coming on off of them? Okay. <clears throat> well, I have had a relationship with the drugs. I've smoked marijuana and I have also drunk before. I have definitely done both. Mm-hmm. So, in my relationship with drugs... um, I, it's more of a mental, like, okay, let me break it down first. I'm going to start with marijuana. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So marijuana for me, in my experience, um, it's more like a, it's a brain thing. Mm -hmm. Like it messes with your mental. Um, so with, when I started, when I, when I, I tried marijuana once, I was, at first I was never really a a heavy smoker. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of like trying it. It was like a euphoric feeling. Mm. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's what I would, like, that's what it was. I tried it like once or maybe twice, whatever. That was it type Mm joint. But I didn't realize that I opened the door. Mm. So because I just tried it once or twice, I was just like, yeah, I don't really care for it. Da, 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 whatever. May may I interject? Yeah, Yeah. Okay. So for all our listeners who don't quite understand church lingo, tell us what you mean by open a door. Okay. So... And trying it, I just thought that, okay, this was something to try. I mm-hmm. never thought that later on down the line, I would pick it back up again. Oh, so, that's good. So, um, later on down the line, I picked it back up again. Okay. And so, what I mean by opening the door, because I, I tried it in my, my flesh, um, experienced it, my flesh hungered for more of it. Like, I was like, I... Mm, it was like a like a crate like it my flesh started kind of craving it like that. Right. So, so what you're saying is you're saying that you tried something 
and you. because you tried something, it satisfied something that was in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then it, it stayed. Yeah. It didn't just mm-hmm. go away. Yeah. And you wanted to do it again. Yeah. It was kind of like it it you know, you you know when you think like, okay, you know, I don't really need that kind of turn my back on it. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't really get rid of it. I just um, turned around for a second and occupied whatever else. Yeah. Anyway, so um and sh- okay, so later on in life, uh I started I how old were you? At this point, when I the very first time I tried smoking marijuana, I was pretty young. How old were you? I was like, I had to be like twelve or thirteen. Okay, Okay. so twelve or thirteen was the first time you ever yeah tried it. I think I actually think I was, I might have been thirteen. Okay, I think yeah, I think I was thirteen the very first time I ever tried it. Okay, so um after that, you know, later on down in life, when I started smoking. It was like a. It was still for a euphoric feeling, mm-hmm. and then later on, like after later on, I started going through life. Like I, I just life just started picking up or whatever. And because I experienced the feeling and I knew how it made me feel, mm-hmm. it made me numb to my body. So mm. it was something that I knew that like because I'm going through this, that, and a third. Like I know that if I go to this, I'm not gonna feel like this. So like and being in the moment uh-huh. of being high, I've never been sad. I've never been like it like relaxes you. Like this is what it the enemy will make you think. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like it like he'll make you think like, okay, like if you just do this, like you ain't gotta think about this. You ain't gotta like go through this. Like you could just, you know, pass it on. Like an escape route. Yeah, it, it was definitely like mm-hmm. he made it seem mm-hmm. like it was really an escape. Yeah. And so um in doing that, and that's how addiction comes. Addiction Ooh. when when you when you um like keep smoking or whatever and you get high you constantly get high you kind of forget how to cope with reality. Ooh. Oh, that's good. Oh. That's good. Come on, Israel. Now, and, come on, stay on the street. Yeah, and so, um, and then that, but that's where addiction comes from. It is. That's it is. where that's where you get addicted because I don't I don't know I for I did it so much I forgot how to be in the real world. So Ooh. like when I when I was like sober it was just like uh i need to like i don't want to be here wow i literally was gone like i was literally like israel me i wasn't here i was not here when i when i would be high like i wasn't here so i I, when i come down like yeah i don't want to be here Mm. deuces i'm gonna go back out again so it was like a falsified sense of your reality Mm -hmm. and well oh lord have mercy you said a mouthful because what that said to me was a lot oftentimes the addiction really isn't to the drug itself. The addiction is to the escape of your reality. Mm-hmm. The feeling. You're addicted to what you feel life is in the moment of you being drunk or high. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what you're doing, but it's the escape that yes. you're craving. You're, you're craving That's the it. escape of reality. Mm-hmm. That's good. Come on. Go okay. That's good. And so in me smoking marijuana, I... Okay, so I've... I, I feel like I've always kind of struggled with... I'm delivered. Signs of deliver. Yeah. But, like, uh, I I used to struggle with depression. Okay. That's something that... That was a part of my reasoning of smoking marijuana. Okay. Okay. Was depression to get away from that. Wow. That was just one thing that I wanted to get away with. Get away from. So, um, I didn't realize that smoking marijuana actually worsened my depression it made it worse for me wow. so like when i come down because i never really dealt with the issue yeah the root i never of really it. dealt with it right and so when i come down from being high 
it just hit it like you don't realize that everything you feel uh, hit you at once. Yeah. Once you sober up because you have no choice but to go back to thinking what you was thinking about before you got high. That thought is still there. You just don't feel it at mm-hmm. the moment. It's mm-hmm. almost like a numbing medicine. Like, you wow. know, when you go to the dentist or something or when you're going to get some surgery, that's what it is. Like, the, the pain is there. You just don't feel it. Ooh, so, that's what it, that's, and that's what it was. So, depression made it, I mean, uh, Smoking marijuana made depression worse for me. Like it made it very much worse for me. And so it was in me and me doing that. It made it harder for God to actually really like to actually heal me and to mend my brokenness. That's good. Like it it just made it harder. It made it every time he tried to clean me up. I put I literally would roll around in dirt again and go get high. Like that makes sense. That makes no sense. Um, None whatsoever. Wow, Izzy. Wow, Izzy. That was heavy. I'm saying. That was heavy. That was heavy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, th- that is good that you shared that, Israel, because um, how old are you now? I'm 21. 21. 21. Okay. So, 21 years old. She is what you would call a, I call her a real millennial. But that's a real <laughs> That's a real Now, me and Brittany, we right here playing. We, <laughs> we, 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 we got all We just told but uh yeah so that's interesting that you are a millennial and what i have found mm-hmm. is culture oh we they make it cold. seem mm-hmm. so cool to get drunk mm-hmm. and high girl mm-hmm. and you know how we always talk about those gates your ear gates your eye gates your mouth gate uh-huh. when you listen to certain music and culture that's all they talk about girl, mm-hmm. we know rap music is you know mm-hmm. mm, about to get high but i don't even know the right terminology i'm gonna mess around and say something i ain't supposed to say on this podcast <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. It's not me. I don't know. I love you, Jesus. I don't know. Don't take me to jail. Call my daddy. I don't know. But I don't really know the lingo. But I do know that they talk about it a lot. So, you know, repetition breeds habits. Whatever you hear over and over and over, that's going to cause your habits. Whatever's playing in your ear, you're going to act out. It goes from your ear to your heart to your actions. You're going to act out whatever you hear. So, to me... For a, a young man or woman who doesn't even want to do that, they kind of get, it slides into them because of what they're hearing. It's piercing them. And so, Izzy, that is so very good, especially when you touch on the depression side. Mm-hmm. Because I have some statistics. Oh. I have some statistics about millennials and drug usage. Mm-hmm. And we're going to share those too. So I'm going to share these and then you share those. So it, it says, according to the report, which is an analysis of data from the CDC, that millennials are the most likely age demographic to die from alcohol, wow. drug abuse, and wow. suicide. Jesus. And they deem a millennial the year of 1981 to 1996. Mm-hmm. But um, And they also said that over the course of one decade, which was from 2007 to 2017, the rate of alcohol-related deaths among millennials rose by 69%. Whoa. And um, the rate of deaths caused by drug uses rose by 108%. Oh, and goodness. the suicide rate rose by 35%. Goodness. The report also indicates that the opioid epidemic, epidemic, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, has devastated millennials. From 1997 to 2017, <laughs> the rate of fatal opioid overdoses among millennials arose by 500%. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And the rate of fatal overdoses involving synthetic opioids 
skyrocketed by 6,000%. No, no, now. Uh -uh. So what that tells me is a lot of the things we see happening in the world with millennials, they're using drugs and alcohol, like Izzy said, to numb them. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, look at what we're going through. Look what we're going through. Like, we got student loan debt. We got unemployment rates skyrocketing. We have... Pandemic. Girl, pandemic. the pandemic. <laughs> so the escape is like, I gotta, I want to get away from this. Mm-hmm. And when you don't know how to directly or who to channel Jesus, uh, mm-hmm. when you're going through something, you're going to run to something to ease the pain. Right. But that's temporary relief. Hello. And temporary relief will never get you a full fix. Because mm-hmm. what you Ooh. really need is to be healed from the root of it. But all you doing is just moving the soil around. You right. sweeping it You got to get down in the root of mm-hmm. it. You got to get down in the root. You kill things at the root of them. But right. when you, like Izzy said, God can never heal her because she rolled back in the mud again. Amen. He couldn't do the full work because you're putting something in to act like this doesn't exist Amen. when it really does does Amen. and i truly believe and i will stand in this that millennials are under a different type of pressure that's Amen. a whole different problem than oh. any other generation before us mm, it's different we've seen different things we've experienced different things and then millennials are leaving the church immensely yes. oh, so mean, when quick. you pull yourself away from the healer healing Ooh, is hard God. to find Oh, what are my you gosh, saying? Yes. You've already disconnected yourself Hello. from the power source. Today. So you just disconnected yourself. That's so, Britt, I want you to talk to, to us about your experience with drugs and alcohol. What did that look like in your life? Okay. Um, I was introduced pretty early mm-hmm. um, as far as alcohol because on my father's side of the family, that was our bonding connection. The, Girl. The drink at dinner, glass of wine. You know, sitting at the table, clinking. In my glass, bud light. Bud wine. They get the nasty. bud light. It's like hot. You know what I'm Nothing. saying? So, my first introduction to alcohol was actually at the age of nine. So, I was um, around about that age. Yeah, I was about eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. um, you know, it wasn't anything Whoa. like, you know, harsh. It wasn't on no hard liquor. Girl, them Seagram's wine. And them Seagram's <laughs> Stop doing that for people Stop who are listening that are out do here that. doing that. Yeah, don't. Do not give kids alcohol. It's not I okay. I tasted it one time. Yeah. The apple is the green apple. See? Yeah. It's not okay. Another I was time. so young. That was crazy. It's not okay. So my introduction to strong alcohol was when I had a toothache and I was given whiskey to calm it down and it worked. What? Brittany, you better so, shut the front door right no, here today. Y'all, know, y'all old heads, y'all old heads know they're gonna talk about when a child has a toothache. Y'all talking about some sticking your finger in the whiskey? Look it up, look it up. Y'all oh, old heads what? do it. Wow. wow. Y'all look it up. It well, is- I've heard I've had like a hot toddy. Now see, for, with the tea, but sick. I was like maybe like fourteen. Well, yeah, I was talking. Yes. Right. It was like bourbon or whiskey yes. in my tea. Yeah, it's supposed, and I'm a supposedly child. Supposedly, it's supposed to make you hot and sweat out. It's supposed to sweat out, the, but it's, you got alcohol. Of course, you hot. You got all that hard. And ground. I was probably like eighty pounds. I could hold that. Wow. You see how yes. out of line that is? Yes. You're so out of line. So, so wow. that's culture. That was my, my culture. Mm-hmm. So you know, for me. It's but for real. So for because my family bonded through drugs and alcohol, that was their that was their thing to link up. Next thing you know, they listen to Mary Jane. So they were saying they, they link it up again. And that's exactly what they were doing. Rolling it. Wow. Like that was the way that they bonded. So in my mind, I thought, yeah, that's how we bond. That's how I did that. So it's when it was time to get introduced yeah. to weed, you know, not, I'm not going to say no names. 
But I got a couple of growers in my family. We ain't gonna say no names. We ain't gonna say no names. <laughs> but I got a couple of growers <laughs> or whatever. And you know, when I got sixteen, that's what they wanted to introduce me to marijuana. But I just wasn't interested in it. I was just like, no, all this smoking, y'all be coughing, you <laughs> y'all be going on with y'all lungs, y'all be rasping. Uh, like, I don't want, like, no, I'm okay. Dying. So yeah, so I turned wow, it down. That's deep. <laughs> I turned it down at 16, but let me tell you, when I became an adult and I went to college uh-huh. and everything, um, I started drinking at 18, officially, ready, hard in the paint, ready. Uh, I was around about there. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, 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 now, yeah. That I'm, now that I'm in a place around my college friends, uh-huh. I'm a freshman, I had yeah. a couple upperclassmen that don't mind sliding to the store, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? And then also I'm a musician. Okay. So now that I'm in college and everything like that, now people are telling me, if you want the sound to go a little bit better. If you want to perform a little bit better, get high and mm-hmm. play your instrument. Get high and produce your music. Brittany, get, that's you Brittany, so just park right there. Just, 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 park right there. just park right there because I remember we talked a couple of months ago and you broke this thing down to a T about how, how a lot of people think that their creativity Come or from, what yes. they do is enhanced Ooh, because they get high. That's, like they that's they're leaning the on this drug and they say it's not it's not that I I can't stop doing it it's that I like the effects of my work but, when I get high. But again though it comes from a mind it's a mind thing. It's mental. Like right? marijuana it it really does something to the brain. Yeah. Like it's the brain first and then it trickles down to the but, body. You know what? But I'm going to be completely real with you. Of course you're producing great things when you're in an altered mindset because the enemy was a mastermind genius in music and creativity. Wow. Or whatever. It's no it's no wonder you're producing this type of stuff and it looks good to you. That's but true. You had to use the enemy's glory to get it. You didn't use God's to get it. And so, we, that's yeah. good. That that's good. teach the people, Brick. I'm saying because I've been there. I've been the person that's let me roll up real quick before I gotta perform. So now when that's I good. y'all remember on Idlewild when they were looking at the music sheet? Yes. And that's exactly how I felt when I would get, you know. When I would get high, because I mean, I'm using THC to activate a part of my brain that's supposed to be at a normal level. I'm now over-activating my sensor receptors or whatever. So that's the feeling that you're getting, that you're thinking like, oh, I'm producing good. The music sounds better, whatever. Yeah, you're heightened, but you're messing up your, now you're interfering with your IQ. Which yeah. is the other part? Get, okay, mm 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 mm. Stop right there. She on your page. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will be in, in your book. book. Sorry. Let me let me get out of that. But anyway, yeah. so she in so, the so, so for my story, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. So I had gotten to a point to where I started dating my weed man. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh. So now, Ooh, not only do I have, full, I know about that. not only do I have full access to it and everything like that. Now I can also help sell. Wow. So on top of that, for me being um so engulfed so engulfed in it, that and alcohol itself, I had low key addictions to both. Mm, So it was like I wanna when I'm not on my music, I wanna drink to calm down. When I wanna get lifted, I wanna go back to my weed. So it got to a point to where I was addicted because I was dependent on both. That's good, Brittany. But I never wanna admit that. I wanted to be like, Oh no, it's just to help me. Wow. It's just to help you know what? Admittance. Yeah. Admittance is what will set you free. Mm-hmm. If you're going to sit in that thing, talk about, no, nah, I'm not addicted. Well, stop. 
I don't want to. That's no. What you have to want no, to be free. No, you have to want work. to be free. And what I can say is, that was good, Britt. That was good. <laughs> teach, teach, teach me here today. Mm, that's good. But my story's a little different yeah. than y'all's. I was never one to really get high. I did it occasionally, touch it, touch and go, here and go. I don't like to be hungry, like, just all the time. It's not okay with me. I don't. I was like, okay, I don't want to just sit here and be hungry all day. I'm hungry. I don't know. Is I going to turn the TV on? The commercial? <laughs> What's going on? I'm just here. So, so I, I must say, weed was never my portion. But that bottle... Now, the bottle, like, <laughs> oh my goodness, the bottle. Like, and this was really crazy because I, I, I'm a, mm. come on, let him have it. I'm trying to tell you, I be out here testifying to set y'all free because I don't want nobody to feel like, you know, they can't say it. But it was to the point that in my kids' younger years, mm-hmm. they could identify the alcohol in the refrigerator wow. belonged to me. Ooh. Like, no, that's mommy's. That's wow, mommy drink. We can't touch that. That's mommy drink. I probably should have stopped then, but <laughs> wow. but I didn't. But thank God for deliverance. But like, what I will say is, the reason I know that this episode is tied to sex, this the um mm-hmm. the season of sex, because I that was my aftermath of drinking. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have sex. I, I I wanted to. That's what it. That was the stimulant in me. Right. I I'm not. I'm creative, but I don't. I'm not a musician or anything like that. I don't go in the studio like that. But, but it arose in me the lust demon. Mm-hmm. Come on. Now. Like but when that, I mm-hmm. got drunk, mm-hmm. it's on. Like if I'm in the club Agreed. and I'm drinking, I'm ready. Oh, and then you got the music. Right? Oh, oh. don't mess the music <laughs> in there. Oh boy. Is it two yet? I'm ready to go. Uh-oh, 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 okay, I'm uh-oh. ready to go. go. And so what I can say is alcohol fed that spirit more. Uh-huh. Um, it was a, it was, you know, everything. Wine. Then it became, when I, as I trailed through my divorce, it became, I, I was depressed. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what depression felt like. I, I touched it in that space. I knew that because mentally you know, I just couldn't get right. I couldn't hold it together. Right. So I was heartbroken. So I leaned on alcohol to soothe me. Mm. So oh, yeah. I mean like for, yeah, I would say for maybe about mm, a month and a half straight I, I didn't eat for real. I lost so wow. much weight. I lost I think I lost 30 pounds Jeez. in like four weeks mm-hmm. so like a month i lost like 30 pounds so i was really really small and all i did was drink wine like right. that's all i did was drink when i just drunk and drunk and drunk i didn't have an appetite for food and that didn't make me better right that didn't make me better it made me irate it made me angry it made me sad it made me cry more and then it made me want to have sex and here i am like okay that's not going to that's, that's not mm-hmm. going to heal me you know it's really harming me so that's why i said those are directly connected to each other mm-hmm. and since we riding down the angry street like when you drinking and you high you be irate <sighs> you will emotion you will fight somebody <laughs> you will really fight somebody so i know izzy has pointed to her book like she Listen, better get she out my, my nose. i mean can do you, you agree are, with you me you are in here you <laughs> in here you in here i'm listening do you agree you like what was when you Drank or or got high? Did, what did it make you want to like throw them both? Yeah, like what? Like, like what emotions did it provoke for you? Actually, when I got high, I was very pretty chill. I was actually in a good mood all the time. Mm-hmm. But like when I was drunk, I think my emotions, yeah, like because mm-hmm. I remember one time I almost fought like 
these it was one to me and a whole bunch of girls. I'm like, what are you doing? Like I had people around me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like I was ready to fight. I was like, yeah, I would beat y'all up. Drunk and all. Like I would beat y'all up. Yeah. The whole club. Yeah. The, the whole, whole club. the whole look. Everybody can get it. Everybody can get it. <laughs> My little drunk said, yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's true. It does. That's very true. It does, it does. And and there's actually um a scripture Uh-oh. tied to that. Let's go. Let's so hear. scripture moment. Let's in Proverbs 20 and 1 in the message version, it says, wine makes you mean, mm-hmm. beer makes you quarrelsome, Ooh. a staggering drunk is not much fun. Oh. I mean, don't get no plainer than that. Now, ooh, that, this, let me tell y'all, that's, that's good right there because I used to be the babysitter. And I used oh. to be the babysitter of staggering drunk, and it was not much fun. I was very much vexed, very <laughs> much always ready to go home. Like, yes. I was the grandma of the clique. Mm-hmm. Like, I was ready to go. Like, ooh, staggering drunk? Ooh, you would get on my worst side. It's awful. My oh, worst my And one thing I can say is, even with, thank God for Jesus. Because Hello. even in, even in my sin, I would be like, I'm going to stop right here. Because I don't want to be babysat. Girl, I'm going right to right, just, just stop right that's, here. Now, that's and, respectful. And when that I respectful. went over, when I went over, my, my, my. It's oh. not good. I remember my 23rd birthday. Oh, I have no idea Jumpman, who yeah. carried me up the steps. What? How I got in the bed. Because I couldn't remember that's anything. That's a scary moment. I couldn't remember. It, I was like, I'm home? What? Wait a minute. I was I was drunk and high. I was finished. The feeling wasn't good. And at 23 years old, I was a mom. Whoa. So somebody looking at me like, is you going to cook breakfast or not? <laughs> like, so, like, it's just, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. Right. And it, to me, it says, you know, it's, it's a fruit of the spirit that we look for. It's called self-control. That's Whoop, one of the fruits of the spirits. And when you immerse yourself in alcohol and drug usage, that fruit leaves. Mm-hmm. It leaves instantly. It's gone. Yeah, you can true. you cannot obtain that fruit while you're drinking. <laughs> that's true. Because you have no self-control. That's true. Right. You see it, it when it's when it's weed, you smell it, you drink it. If it's cocaine, when it's on the table, you want to snort it. When it's alcohol, you see the bottle, you like, give me some. It's it's one of those things that's, that your self-control wow, leaves. That's your good. self-control leaves. And and if we immerse ourselves in God's love, goodness, and presence, self-control we gain. So mm-hmm. we find it easier to be like, I don't get down like that. And not only that, right. you can use your life to speak and tell them, well, you shouldn't get down like that And either. then also, right. the word that says, if you want to be kept, uh, he will uh, kick uh, you. So, But the two words you said were important is you said want to. Yeah. You gotta want so it. So that's the only way you will be able to turn it down. That's the only way I can tell you, no, I'm not trying to smoke with you. I'm good. You do what you... That's your business between you and God. But I'm straight. Because I want to be kept. I can tell you, no, I'm good. I don't want to drink. I'm straight. This I'm is okay true. sober. Because I want to be kept. This right. is true. And it's a process. It's a process that you have to go through to release these things. Because you see it. You Amen. smell it. You it's hear it. And process. it's like thrown in our face. Like they make Ooh, alcohol so commercials. And it's process. like, it's yeah. Nothing. Thank you for the yeah, process. Yeah, the process. <laughs> the process. <laughs> but the commercials have alcohol on them. They So kids see this it's fed them you know the music like getting high and all of this it's just they've even legalized weed mm-hmm. in quite a few states you mm-hmm. can go to the dispensary and just get your weed so like the enemy is using that 
to come for our millennials. We heard the statistics. Right. We heard how much it's jumped up. That's only going to hurt them. It's, it's gonna. It's not gonna this help them. True. It's only harming them more. This Legalizing it. What in the? I mean, world? it's already enough that we got same-sex marriages and pornography already legal. Like you, you really want to come out with with this? I mean, we're in the last days. It's gonna get worse and worse and worse. And I know. Worse. We're living in the last days, and it just it it's it's spiritual. It That's the side that I want people to see. Like, like they even call alcohol spirits. You are oh. okay. No, no. Let me take this because you literally in my go notes. in Israel. You take are it and that's crazy because I was about to stop you so I could get there. Yeah. Okay, so look, you are literally in my notes. Okay, so let's talk <laughs> about how you stated that um, you woke, you you got super drunk, you blacked mm-hmm. out, don't know who laid you down. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So, and what I realized, um, and I quote, I, I literally wrote this in my notes. Yay. So what I, and I, I've never really been like a heavy drinker. I, I can only, I can count like a few times I've been drunk. Never mm-hmm. really, I don't really care for alcohol like that. Mm-hmm. But I do know, I per, I've personally seen people like super duper drunk. Mm-hmm. They will go to sleep, wake up the next day and be like, what happened? Like yes. I would literally record, I've recorded the whole, mm-hmm. like a whole scene of someone being drunk and did not remember a word. So what I realized and what the Holy Spirit brought to my remembrance is that um, alcohol in particular, even though I wasn't ready to talk about alcohol, but since we're here, we can we let's talk about it. Here. So I've realized that alcohol, the it's like the we leave, like our, we leave, mm-hmm. and the spirit literally will come and reside. Like it'll 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 oh, attach oh, itself because oh, 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 you are oh. now at this point you are a uh, you are a vulnerable host. So it literally it'll take over. And so this is what I realized that alcohol, okay, with marijuana, let's compare the two. Okay. Marijuana, it numbs the feeling. Alcohol, you won't feel it because you're not here anymore. But it'll it'll tell your truth though. That's it. It tells your truth. So the spirit uh, it, the spirit is taking over, so it's telling Okay, I'm the spirit of depression. Oh, this is what I'm sad about. Yeah. I'm crying. I'm laughing at one moment. I'm crying again. Da 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 da. I'm going through this. I can't stand myself. I can't da 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 da. And I don't even know that I'm saying this stuff. I don't know, but it's my. It's the spirit that's in me. Wow. <laughs> and that's why the Holy Spirit literally broke it down to me like this. This is why they named the uh, the alcohol spirits. It's next because yeah. it's a it'll it's come. Spirits. It literally comes. It literally allows the spirit that's living within you that mm-hmm. you're not dealing with to come out. It is. It's almost. It's almost like a possession, but it's not. Girl, get this show. So, Girl. and that's. <laughs> but that's how he explained it to me. It's a spirit. It, it literally is. is a spirit. Let me go ahead and flip it over come to our now. because okay, so um. Yeah, and then I also realized that a spirit of depression is connected to both alcohol and marijuana. Wow, it's connected to both of it, but it moves differently. It's like a different thing. So marijuana will have you thinking you need me in order to be happy, and then alcohol will have you thinking you need me in order to actually deal with your truth. Wow, that's good. That's good, that's good. and that is interesting. That is spirits because if you look at the world, they can't even really tell us why it's named that mm-hmm. if you don't look at the spiritual connotation to these things and right. like is you broke that thing all the way down that was the holy ghost. Better, that's how he better. gave it to me well he and thank you holy ghost for giving it to her because that was yeah that was all god breathed 
because it is it's a spirit and and when you obtain these things mm-hmm. you wonder why the next day you don't even remember what happened you don't mm-hmm. even remember what did i do i did that I you that got people right. i slept with you you girl Ooh, make it make you. sense your I'm face you. I'm wow in my you. right mind, I wouldn't even talk to you. What and I literally had a sexual encounter saying? with you. That's crazy now. Woo, so you, if you whoa. if you link those two together, Girl. what made you do it? Oh, You didn't want to. Today, Jesus. Mm-hmm. If you didn't have the alcohol, it's if you didn't spirit. have the spirit, the spirit, you wouldn't have wanted to. Right. Because what I need is for millennials to see how strong this stuff really is. They play with it. They don't think they playing with it. Like it's not something you play with and you put down like Israel stated in the beginning. It's coming for you. It's coming back, baby. It's coming back. It's coming back because I'm I just want to personally say who took a sip and was like, okay, never. Even Israel said, I tried it once, turned my back on it, but I didn't realize when something came up again, I turned my back my face back to it. And Pastor taught about this. He taught about us. We have a sin in us sometimes, mm-hmm. but we'll think, oh, we left it alone, yeah. but all it takes is for it to find you. Yeah. Because right. you didn't get washed. Yeah. You know, you I have a, 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 a tracker. Washed. I had a tracker. A tracker. So you're going to mm-hmm. attract what's in you. Y'all like right. to call it energy. Nah, miss no. me with all that. It's I had a, a spirit. spirit. I had a whole spirit. Call it what it is. Because what I am, what kind of like ruffles me a little bit is when we try to separate what the reality is. Because mm-hmm. if we don't open the eyes to people, if their eyes aren't open and they're Ooh. keeping them closed by calling, calling something what it's not is keeping your eyes closed. Okay, so I hear the Holy Ghost. I was right gonna now. say, you and me both, girl, come on. Okay, so <laughs> what I just got, because you, you touched this, and this is actually in my note, and I didn't even realize I put mm-hmm. it in here, but you touched this. Uh, you said that when you were drunk, like you would get outraged, mm-hmm. lust to come out, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. It's so, okay. So, I never really dealt with, you know, that while I was high. But being drunk, I did deal with that. Because anger was something that I fought for a very long yeah. time. Me too. Mm-hmm. And so, Me too. Um, Bitterness. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so, that that's because it's the alcohol is a spirit. That's yeah. even what it's called. It's spirit. Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, like, that spirit would try to rage up out of me because that's not something that I ever really... I tried to, like, sweep it under the rug, but it was still in me. I was still angry about some stuff. That's why I'd be quick to beat you up. <laughs> if I was drunk, I would be quick. Gamer Jesus. I would, don't need you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, and then also depression. Like, depression... That's something I never dealt with. Yeah. And so that's why if you that's 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 something that other people never dealt with. That's why when you're drunk, you can be super duper depressed. And wow. you can do all of that. You could go wow. through all of that. And then um I also wrote down alcohol makes you deal with issues, uh, with your issues. You will have to I mean, alcohol makes you go into deep thought about life. Like things that you would never Think about while you're sober or things that you try to push aside or things. That, That's true. They kind of come up out of you. Like you, you start to think these thoughts and, you and know. And then also mm-hmm. suicide is attached to alcohol. Girl, mm-hmm. you, you, as we can see, mm-hmm. suicide is definitely attached to alcohol. I've never, now I don't, I don't know. I can't really say that I've met anybody who committed suicide while they were high. Mm-hmm. Most people that I know that committed or wanted to commit suicide, they were drunk. drunk. Mm-hmm. They because were drunk. of the it's effects the it has on it. It's the spirit. It's the spirit. It's about There's, alcohol. It's that, spirits. Okay. Well, I'm going to say it like, I'm gonna say it to you like this from being on both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. The spirit, okay, what they both have in common, I like to think of them as the bad cousin spirit. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, yeah. They're related. Right, with these two particular spirits or whatever, their, their uh, connection is excessive intoxication. 
with marijuana, the spirit behind that, it wants your mind. Mm-hmm. With the spirit of alcohol, it wants your heart. So, mm-hmm. of course, people like, think, if you, when you think about this, um, when you get high, you know, you go into a place of staggered, not staggeredness, a place of procrastination and laziness mm-hmm. and, yes. and everything like that. And it's, so what it does is it's already altering your mind mm-hmm. and everything. So the effects of it is it either causes you to either hallucinate or overthink or, uh-huh. or your senses are heightened in a place or whatever. With alcohol, um, I'm going to be honest with both of these. Both of these are covenants. With alcohol, it gets a hold of your bloodstream mm-hmm. or whatever. So true. you're coming in covenant with this particular Marijuana spirit to get it does because it has to get into mm-hmm. up here. So yeah, yeah. So both of them are covenants, which is why you have to denounce them in order to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, that's there's good. the type of separation from those. There's a process. It's not a one and mm-hmm. done. That's good. Type of thing with that's both good. of these or that's whatever. True. But yeah, like you you hitting it dead on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like with these particular spirits or whatever. The biggest thing is I want to get a hold of either the mind or mm-hmm. I want to get a hold of the heart. I mm-hmm. want to alter it. And with alcohol, it particularly wants possession, full possession. I definitely have written down in my book that it alcohol affects both the body and the brain. Mm-hmm. And then um, marijuana mm-hmm. affects mm-hmm. mainly the brain. Mm-hmm. Now, the the feeling of it will trickle down to your body. Yeah. And so, and you said that when you drunk alcohol, you would get like lustful. Mm-hmm. The same thing happens when you're high. I don't know if you've ever you experienced, but when you're mm-hmm. high, your sex drive rises up. When wow. you're drunk, mm-hmm. your sex drive go up. Yeah. So that's that's something because they're definitely related. Of Alcohol course. and marijuana, they're cousins. Right. For sure. For sure. For sure. For real. <laughs> and, what, and what millennials are doing right now is this thing called crossfading. So crossfading is when you do both. I used to do it. Did I used to do I it. I did that too. I used to be For a sure. professional crossfader. You said you were drunk at all. Oh, that's the name. That's it has a name. Yeah, oh, has a name. Okay. Okay. Everything got a name. Teach me, honey. Teach okay. me. So, baby, I was a professional crossfader now. I'm talking about in combination with both because wow. I wanted to be maximized standing on top of the bar going ham, baby. So yeah. that was me. But... Even with me going into alcoholism as strong as I did, mm-hmm. I didn't just want to drink it. Now I want to bartend. Now wow. I want, baby, I didn't know I was just over here concocting all kind of witchcraftery. Hello? This girl said witchcraftery. I said witchcraftery in it's the dictionary, y'all. Today. But Not you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, now I went from wanting to drink it all the time to feel some kind of way to now I want to be behind the bar. Now I want to create the drink. Now I want to decide. Now I'm the witch that wants wow. to get the I'm the host wow. witch. You know what I'm saying? Because Brittany, you better teach us let, Listen to me. And it's the opposite side. With weed, you think me mixing these spices, rolling this up, is not the sorcery and witchcraft Ooh. that I'm creating to alter Talk something. Talk about wow. it. You know what I'm saying? This is I'm on both sides of the fence. Dating a mm. weed man, selling the product, you know, yeah. pushing it out. Everything baking it into desserts and brownies and things like that. Uh huh. Because people know. think that because they eating it or drinking it, it's tea. They ain't really using hold it. On. I'm about Talk to about it. Hold on. Scripture. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, okay Brent, take that. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. I got you. Bro. Okay. I got you. Come on. The word is yes. In the very beginning of the Bible, Genesis 1 29 and 30, God said, I have given you every seed bearing plant. Mm-hmm. On the surface of this entire earth and every tree uh-huh. whose fruit contains seed, uh-huh. this will be food for you and all the wildlife of the earth, every bird in the sky and every creature that crawls on the earth, everything having the breath of life in it. I have given every green plant for food. So, <laughs> ah, for God, what? For food. Say it one more time for, for the people in the back. For food is parsley. For food. It's, it's not for you oregano. to roll Just up God and inhale never, the God smoke. God never told us to burn it 
and smoke it. Talk about it. You, you goons. Y'all don't want to listen. Y'all don't want to hear me out. And I was that's one of the main good. ones. Oh, God. May God gave us from a plant. From the earth. Okay. From the earth. <laughs> But it's true though, Brit, and the enemy has these people deceived. They will really wrestle you down. Oh no, it the white man just told us it was wrong. I'm like, stop it. Y'all just wanna blame white people. Stop it. I know white people take the L for a lot of stuff. (laughs) Okay, this is interesting because I didn't think we were gonna go into this part. Come on. We're here. So okay, so I have it written down, Mm -hmm. this topic that y'all just brought up. Okay. So I have Okay, I'm just gonna say I'm going to I'm going to speak from a spiritual standpoint because um, my parents are I you know I was raised in a spiritual household okay yeah. and so like we they always brought God back whether we wanted mm-hmm. to hear it or not uh-huh. we were going mm-hmm. to hear what the Bible Kept had you though, to say. Didn't it, it did uh-huh. it did because uh-huh. even when I didn't know I could squ- quote scriptures I was quoting them okay I, was, I wasn't even reading but because of them because they go. instilled the word in go. me I knew how to quote them. So, and I thank Glor for that, for mm-hmm. being faithful parents. But anyway, <laughs> so I, in my, in my, um, I was about to call this. Okay. So in my journal, I put, um, Christians believe that, um, I mean, Christians believe, Christian belief does not approve of smoking marijuana or getting high. Mm-hmm. It will try and turn, turn you to things, um, that you will approve. Okay. So let's Ooh. talk about this. <laughs> So marijuana, okay, because people want to get high so bad, and because they want to believe that, okay, it's not bad. Like God may created this. Da, 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 da. That's how I I feel like this is a part of the reason why people are comfortable with tapping into other things Ooh. in the spirit realm because they try to justify their lifestyle. So like, okay, so boom, let's talk about how when you when when you get high off of marijuana or whatever, it the enemy will try to make you think like, well, you okay. Feeling good. Like he he he'll try to make you think like okay like let me put something stupid in your head you own to something now oh you own to something now you got that third eye on your head you own yeah. he will do that and conversations he, and it is it's so crazy because he will literally do that and it's I never really tapped into like you know nothing like no other thing no new age but like it's I I can't I'm I would be lying if I said I never I had it, like a thought didn't come to my head and be like oh I might be on to something about this or like oh we just like I'm super high like I'm in the cloud nine like I'm just like I'm thinking like I'm thinking deep right now like I'm thinking super deep like wow. this deep this why now I see why people be high because you be this deep. And be looking foolish. Mm-hmm. Like and the they sound foolish, too. Foolish. Just want to let y'all know. Hello? Y'all sound foolish when y'all be high. Stupid. Sound really dumb. I know. I sound Sorry. slow. Like, dumb. I, I've looked at videos. Like, the, and this is crazy. Because this is before you asked me to come on the podcast. The Holy Spirit had me looking at my past. And at old videos when I was when I was high and stuff. And I would be like, wow, you look so dumb. Like, <laughs> what are you? And I was just like, God, should I delete it or should I just keep it from memory? Because I look at it, I just like, I look stupid. Mm. <laughs> like, what am I doing? Wow. And wow. so in here, um, yeah, okay. I already wow. got on this. Thank you. Wow. Wow. So, mm, okay. And then this is another thing that I had to say. Um, every person that I know that smokes runs from Christianity and tries new religion. Why do you think that Ooh. is? Um. Uh, to to justify what they're doing, right? So mm-hmm. I have I okay. So I have friends, family, uh-huh. all that. Uh-huh. Um, that'll be like, oh, it's it's herb. God made this, and da 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 da. And so they wouldn't like the fact that okay, I can speak for my 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 parents uh-huh. for an example. Yeah, they they gonna tell you the truth, and they don't care if that you like they it are. Or not. They gonna tell you the truth, 
and they do not, and they will pull out the word to stand on it and be like, what the Bible said. <laughs> like, and I thank God for them for that because, like, now that I'm, my eyes are open and God has removed the scales off my eyes, I can see and be like, okay, the word do say that. It okay, does. Dang. Lord, okay, I repent because your word said not to get drunk, not to do orgies, not to have sex, not to da da da. Like, I just read that and I literally have it written down in my journal. Yeah. Everything. I was just like, woo, God, I repent for like, <laughs> wow. Cause I, lie, didn't, huh? I didn't know you really said that for real. I thought that was stretching it. But <laughs> I had, no, but I, I've had, I have like, I know people who will literally go to bat and be like, "They will." Well, I can't. I can't give up smoking. Smoking's not that bad. What's wrong with it? Mm-hmm. We wrong, but they don't know how much. How much like it, it's beyond just like high and like you it know, is. Stupid. It's it so is. spiritual. It's and very they don't spiritual. Know. And then like, and then like, we have to now. We have to go and we have to break generational curses yes. because we touched it. I don't want my kids and my kids' kids exactly. to touch that. I don't exactly. want them to have to go through that. So now I got to work harder. I got to fight. It's not a little bit harder than I than God intended me to to break it, but to break the That's curse. Good. That's oh, good. Easy. Talk about that. And you know, Izzy, you said something because you were like, you know, they don't know that it's spiritual. Yeah. And the Bible says we perish because of lack of knowledge. Hello. It doesn't say you're going to be okay, you're going to skate by and I got you because mm-hmm. of lack of knowledge. No, it says we perish because of lack of knowledge wow that's good it is not that does not because you don't know it doesn't negate the fact that it that's exists. good that I, doesn't mean just because you, yes just because that's you don't good. believe doesn't mean it's not there that's good. okay you're gonna die one day that's good. all right and you're right. only gonna know this when you die whether you go to heaven or hell so for people who don't believe in heaven or hell you're gonna find out when you die because mm, nobody, nobody's ever came back and told us what happened. That part. So why wouldn't you want to be on the good side? This just good. in case. I'm a, I'm a just in case person. Okay. I'd be like, I'm going to get the blue shoes and the red shoes just in case. Yes. Yes. My outfit. I'm, but I'd rather That's be good. on the just in case. Yeah. Okay. So I know I'm good. Mm. Why would you play with that? That's not something to play with. And why right. have a temporary now. feeling when we have when we have a spirit that'll help us get rid of our issues for the rest you of our life? You better talk about no. it. Talk like, about it. What? Talk I about would it. never like now that I really experience God, like I would never put him aside to mm-hmm. to experience a temporary feeling again. It's temporary. Like I have to come back to this. Like I have to come back to the realization that I was dealing with depression. I have to come back to the realization that my heart was broken about uh-huh. some things. Right. Yeah. All that extra stuff is so temporary and it's so dumb. And it makes you broke. Mm-hmm. It makes you broke. You have to go broke to buy weed. We sure do. The good oh, stuff, the, what they call the good stuff ain't cheap. It ain't. It ain't cheap. And alcohol, no, no it's you not cheap. No good and well. It now that's, and that's taxed. And knowing good and well, I never even had the funds to go get it. Like what are you? I, they gonna get that money. That could have been tithed and offering money that I was spending. Five, what are you saying? Just right. wasting time. God, I repent. I'm yes. sorry. Yes. Izzy, let me ask you a question. Woo. Being that you are a millennial and you've touched this, what advice would you give someone that is still getting high and drinking and they don't really understand the spiritual connotation to what they're doing? What would you tell them? The only thing that I can say is pray. Mm-hmm. Like, I can only... Tell someone to have a conversation with God because I can talk until my face turn blue. But if you don't believe me, go to the source. Oh, go to the source. Go yeah. to the source. That's good. Because go I can only say so much. I can't. I mean, if you don't want to look at my life as a living testimony, go to the person. I mean, he's not a person. I'm sorry. Go to the spirit that actually 
told us like that written he written it down everything okay if you don't want to believe that the bible you think somebody came and redid the bible around they do well, they, say it. they say it they say go it to the i know them personally they go say to the it. source and do it with the sure. most vulnerable yes genuinely the yes. most openness on, heart <laughs> the most do it like yes, just do it do because it. he i guarantee you he will answer you Guarantee he will oh, see you a sign, he will visit you in a dream and a, vis- a vision. Mm-hmm. He will do it. Mm-hmm. Go to the source. That's got, good. That's good. Okay, I got, I got something to touch on real quick. Talk about okay, it. Okay, so you know, I'm gonna dig into this language real okay, quick. Okay, All okay. right, so in the Bible, boom, as you would say, scripture moment. Yes, yes. All let's right, go. First Peter 5 and 8 be sober minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion mm. seeking someone to devour. Let me break Hello. that down real quick. Break it down. All right. The One of the biggest things that people say is that the Bible says, you know, oh, you can drink. You can die, die, die. The as Bible, long as you don't get drunk. As long as you don't get drunk. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Bible says to be sober-minded. Let's go ahead and dig in the Hebrew language real quick. The word for uh, liquor mm-hmm. is sobe. So it is spelled S-O-B-E, meaning strong liquor drink. Um, in the Hebrew language, it breaks down that um, in the Bible that there are two types of wine. Mm-hmm. One that particularly gets you drunk, a fermented fruit called Sikera. Mm-hmm. Meaning, um, in, in the Bible, when you read about the wine that gets you drunk, it's called Sikera. Mm-hmm. The second wine is not a fermented fruit. It is a juice fruit like a grape called Yain. Mm. Oh, so there's, there's a, a difference there's, there's that two, makes sense. So there's a wine in celebration that you drink. That's like uh, a that different is, one. That is like our sparkling juice, right? Then you have a wine that's fermented. That means it's been altered. So it's like alcohol. Wow. Exactly. You've had to alter something. So Jesus, he so, he must have really drunk the sparkling juice. They did. So there's two oh, wow. types of wines. Now, that's, of course, the Bible's not gonna, the Bible's not going to be like, oh, there's two types of wine. No. The Bible's going to tell you not to indulge because first of all, there, you have people all over in different ge- geographical locations all over the bible you don't know who's making what so just to be safe don't do it don't over indulge in either one do mm-hmm. just if well i'm sorry for fruit juice <laughs> and everything aka yain or whatever for those who don't believe me another one that means um to be sober or to be watchful grail which means watchful which means you have a sensory awareness of everything around you wow you are sober minded so i good. found two words in particular wow. that is so great. teach the okay people, so let me go ahead and get on true. this so the bible does say in ephesians 5 and 18 do not get drunk on wine mm-hmm. which leads to debauchery <laughs> instead be filled with the spirit so let's break down that word debauchery okay <laughs> excessive indulgence and sensual pleasures wow wow that part right there. So, in the Hebrew language, that means onophilia, which means any substance when excessively indulged in that shifts the spiritual purity. Aslasia, meaning drunkenness. Aslasia, meaning drunkenness that causes an impaired sense of spiritual vulnerability. Oh, So, wow. the Bible actually does tell you, for those of you that think that there is nothing wrong with getting high and smoking... The Bible tells you any substance, okay? People Whoa. like to be like, oh, it's not in the Bible. No, baby, it's not in your version. Teach the people what so, the so, door. She's talking too loud for me. So I have to, I have to get in on my ear. So loud. I'm this is, y'all hear me out. This is any substance when it causes you to be heightened and it's combined with emotion. It only produces a fleshly decision. 
Wow. So any that's true. When you are using something that alters your mind state, you only act out of your flesh. Them fruit of the spirit are not present. You don't have any self-control. You don't have any love. You don't wow. have any patience. You that's impatient. That girl you don't have any joy. Saying. You don't have any peace. You empty. You don't know what saying? you want to do. That's you good. We are overindulging in things. You eating when you ain't even hungry. No. You could have ate 10 minutes before. And right. now you eating again just because you hungry. Because you smoke weed. It does everything to your flesh. You are talking and living. So and I got to tell you something that the enemy flesh. is doing real subtly. Talk about it, Brett. So we're going to say, oh, we're not going to go for um uh Delta Tracha Cannibal. Delta 9. Church of Cannibal, a.k.a. THC. We're not going to go for that. Instead, let's go for a lighter source and do CBD. Oh, to help you lose weight. Let's help them lose weight. Let's find another that. part. That's, let's, let's find a loophole real quick. Yeah. And let's use CBD. Because now when people see the word, they're going to think, oh, I'm drinking a weed tea. Ooh, I'm, but it's not THC, which is illegal. It's CBD. I can do that and everything. Like, first wow, of all, if you crazy. think that, come on now, for those of you that know your plants, weed smokers, or whatever you know good and well mm. THC that's 500 that's about 500 chemicals or whatever and 200 compounds so one of them compounds CBD or whatever if you want to go there so if you think if you think we ain't stupid we see what the, we see what the enemy doing oh yeah. it's just to help me lose weight oh it's just to get my body right who are they using influencers celebrities wow. who do you think wow. they're using to say oh you this don't have true. to smoke it you can drink it now wow. wow this is good and that's actually someone actually told me that's really close to me i won't okay so if if you have a problem with weed smoking you can just drink it it's not but the it's same still, but it's, you're it's still the same high. what's the process effect. okay for, okay exactly. because of that same effect what's the, the process of, what's the process thank it. you the process of importing THC or CBD into another thing. And you talking to somebody that used to make every type of weed, brownie, edible, everything that you mm-hmm, can think of. Mm-hmm. There's a process to be able to transfer the CBD or mm-hmm. THC from the plant itself, extract it and put it into another substance. Mm-hmm. You're not going to sit here and tell me that it's not putting oil, butter, water, or it's extracted through another process that has to go into, you know, your tea bag that has to go into these things. So if you... You want to sit here and play like it's not witchcraft, baby? I've been there, done that. I was wow. the witch. And this is, now this is the truth because I, you guys don't wow. know this about me. Yeah. I considered actually being a drug dealer. I considered wow. it. You I have actually, a cartel. I've, even, I've, <laughs> a cartel. I've even written it down on my, like I'm not lying. So like, um, like the enemy, like he would try to talk in my head and be like, okay, well, you need money and you need to get paid. And so this is the fastest way you could do it because wow. everybody, they what? like to smoke and get high anyway. So might as well give it to them. Might as well. What? Might as well. I had people telling me, girl, you is, yo, you going to be successful. Like you could do it like this. I was going to, I was going to do, uh, I was going to do, um, edibles. That's what I was going to do. And people and are actually, really selling those now. Like I in actually, cereal mm-hmm. and, and gummy and bears. Yeah, and and rice actually, and actually, actually had that before. I was <laughs> going to switch it up and <laughs> I was going to do food, like real food. No, yeah, because I had so I was going to be like, I was going to, but I was going to like make food, like plates. <laughs> okay, I have a question for y'all. <laughs> like you was going to get hot and eat good. Y'all had like a, a, like y'all was doing this and I had like a Rice Krispie treat. I researched about my stuff. Why when I ate the Rice Krispie treat, I was high for like eight days. Eight days? No, I'm just saying, I'm kind of exaggerating. Oh, no, yeah. Why was I higher than smoking it? You're eating it. And it's in your blood. It's it's in your bloodstreams even, like, more. Yeah, that wasn't much for me. You are actually digesting the... Girl, I used to... I would smoke going in and out. Yeah. I would consume it. It's in... 
Like y'all, you're taking in the whole I was thing. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it does. That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> I was, but that was that was whole, but that was the whole point of me trying to have an edible awful, uh, right. business because I you know the and that would have that like this is how the enemy put it in my head. Mm-hmm. You're gonna make more money mm-hmm. because they're gonna be higher for a long time. Yep, yep. So you can charge them even more. That's witchcraft. That is witchcraft. It is, it is. That it is. is witchcraft. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Uh, yes. So Izzy, like what made you not wanna dabble into being a drug lord? Girl, God, <laughs> God, God literally dried up my funds to where I couldn't even, Ooh, I couldn't buy, even buy nothing. Wow, why are you doing? He literally dried everything. Like I had zero dollars and zero cents in my bank account. My God, today. <laughs> wow. And when that happened, you saw that as God or you was just like, no, well, it looks like. I, I was just, just like, I'm going to wait for some money to come. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Like I was like, okay. Like I was just like, I don't care. Like I'm going to get me some money. Mad. Just mad. Well. And then, but you know what? Then he uh-huh. just brought this to my remembrance uh-huh. yesterday. He was like, realize that when your heart posture changed, you got money. Yes. Yes. Wow. That's a good one. And my money didn't go through nothing negative, too, but I got it. Wow. Okay, so Izzy, yeah, so you didn't quite make it to the cartel. (laughs) I went broke. We know, no, yeah, mm -hmm, yep, and you really can't be a part of the cartel Mm -hmm. without any money. So uh, she had nothing to flip, guys. Nothing. uh, Don't knock on this door because we don't have anything to give you. We have nothing to show for. Yeah, absolutely broke, and so I didn't, and I actually didn't get my God didn't actually put money in my my account until I turned my life back around. Wow! And so once I actually turned my life back around, it was looking pretty good for me. And that testifies all in itself because what I do want you all to know is that when you receive Jesus as your savior, he really does turn your life around. Mm-hmm. He does. He's faithful to do so. You will see the change. You know, that's why I say all the time, just let your life preach. Right. You don't, you don't have to, you know, bash people over the face with the gospel. Give it to them. Oh. Give them truth. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to beat them in the face Hello. with the Bible. Oh, because no. if you are really living your mm-hmm. life the way God orchestrated you to do it, your life will teach them. That's okay. Crazy. Somebody told me, I don't even understand how you still talk to people that did you like that. I said, me either. Man. <laughs> it's not me it's not even me i it's not me i'm not working in my own strength and when they see you live it i mean really live it that will invite them to say wow i was real cold to you this whole time in this job and you never said anything crazy to me you never cussed me out you never stopped saying good morning to Mm -hmm. me what do you have because i want some right and it opens the door it opens the door so let your life preach let it preach. That's great. Yes, 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 yes. So that is good. Now. It is. It is because like this culture will have it has our millennials out here lost. Mm-hmm. It has them thinking that you know it. Oh, you not cool if you don't get high like right. they do. That's and great. then they'll tell each other, "Oh, you don't smoke? Uh, no." Uh, and they be no. like, "Dang, uh, dang, you don't oh, smoke or drink? Somebody, uh, no." I had somebody tell me he, he was they. I'm sorry. They, I'm not gonna go no 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 genders or nothing. Right. So they was like, oh, um, they asked me if I could sing for them. So they was like, oh, do you need me to pour you up a cocktail or something like that? And I was like, no, nah, I don't drink. I'm good. Oh, bless your ministry. ministry. <laughs> Shut the front door. I was like, wow. Yeah, it's blessed. You want some? Do you so want? So you do. You feel that little do you shade. Want the Holy Ghost? You feel that piece of shade because it's like, oh, you really you don't drink or smoke. So oh, I we I get this too. So what do you do? Uh, so what do you? <laughs> so do? So there's nothing else to do besides drink or smoke. If you can't oh, have fun, 
Talk about, about it. Drinking talk about it. Talk about it. You lame. Yeah, you're, like, you're, so, like, you're the lame one. Yeah, so reality. you mean to tell me you're, you're not going to have a good one. time unless alcohol or weed is involved. You're boring. You have to be boring. Something's wrong you're with you. You're boring. But what about when you're you a real life boring person? You go to concerts? So what about when you go to up? Like, you know, I, don't, I don't need I an like outside source to have a good time within myself. You genuinely have to be boring. Fall in love with the Holy Ghost. You'll have a good time. You got to contaminate your spirit to have fun. Wow. You are boring. That said a mouthful. You're boring. Because it is contamination. That's contamination. And you gotta get only- dirty to have fun. Wow, that's crazy to me. Wow. I, I don't know. Wow, but I look you at that as the live in the sewage. Ooh. At this point, I don't know. You gotta get dirty to have fun. Wow, that's tough. Yikes with spikes. You know, but what? go ahead. <laughs> oh. But uh, trans transparent moment. Uh huh. Okay, so for me, when it came to drinking, it went from me overindulging in it to getting to a place where I was a casual drinker, meaning I would only do it on special occasions. So it will only be like with family or only like, you know, a mm-hmm. Christmas dinner or something like that. So I, I kept it at that level mm-hmm. to calm down. But I didn't realize that was me still trying to kind of hold on to it mm-hmm. because I value my family. So in my mind, I'm thinking, OK, if I keep this, that's still a bond with my father's side. That's a generational curse in wow. disguise. Yeah. And so it took literally out to be honest, it took the pandemic. For me to break the last residue off okay. of it. Because I kid you not, there would be times I would talk to Tay and I would still want to. Mm-hmm. Or I would still, you know, and I'm like, you know what? I kind of still miss it, but I know I'm not supposed to have it. And I kind of want it gone. But I'm like, why is it, when it's a generational curse, it'll still try to mm-hmm. follow yes. you until you have, yep. break, you have to break <clears throat> it in dealing with family. So I have a particular family member with a bar in their house and... Um, whenever I would happen to come over, um, they would offer me a drink. And so I would turn it down. Mm-hmm. So it started off as, okay, well, it's okay. You don't have to worry about it. It's in the fridge if you want it. Then it went to, oh, I got your favorite, da 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 So wow. now it's a whole bottle. Oh, I got your favorite this and everything. And they, you know, they studied me so much because I drank so much with my family. Right. They knew what my favorite right, were. Right, right. So it went from that to, oh, okay, well, you know, I just got my stimulus check. Now I got us a bunch of bottles wow. or whatever. And so every time well, I kept coming dumb. over, mm-hmm. it kept, you know what I'm saying? Like it kept increasing more and more and more and more. And so finally I came over, you know, and I know for those that are like, well, why do you keep coming over? Um, to watch, to watch their child. But you had to babysit their child. But anywho, so um, there was a particular time where I came over again and the bottles were everywhere. Like they had a they had a party and the bottles were full what? and everywhere. They Now some were depleted and some were just everywhere. So now I'm, I'm literally watching the progression. Mm-hmm. Like the further I'm getting away from the curse, the more it's intensifying. Absolutely. So it had to come to a point where I had to vocally tell... This family member, I'm no longer drinking. That's good, Brittany. That's good. I want you to stay right there, okay? Yeah. Because I want to ride down the street of how did you overcome this battle? Oh. So I'm, I'm going to actually start. I know I asked yeah. you the question, but I'm going to start. Because mine was kind of like, mine was straight God. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> now I, I... Can we go in a circle? People, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. go in a circle. So people don't like to believe in the supernatural. Now, when you encounter him, mm-hmm. he makes you a believer. Okay. So the Amen. way I stopped... Yeah, the way I stopped drinking... Mm-hmm. I, I was never really into the weed. It's just I'm not about to... Well, <laughs> I'm not about to sit here with no papers licking... <laughs> I'm not doing it. It's not me. I was like, I'm too cute for all of that. You got sticks and stuff. You spitting out stuff. This is too much. I don't like it. You've been around it. I've definitely been around it. Real, real close to it. 
admit. That is but funny. But I have. And funny. so, basically, um, the whole alcohol thing for me, it was definitely a supernatural experience. After I was fresh out of my divorce with uh, my ex-husband, I was still drinking heavy, drinking heavy, drinking heavy. Me and this particular home friend, <laughs> home friend. <laughs> this home friend, um, we would, our thing was to chill and have wine. And yeah. I, I I didn't do glasses. I don't know what y'all doing. Cups. I don't know what y'all doing on Housewives, but I did bottles. Ooh. I drank my own bottle. Wow. I drank the whole bottle in one sitting. That was my bottle. That's yeah. deep. So you can have a glass, in but I want something in one sitting. In one you can sitting. have a glass, but the bottle. I drank the bottle. <laughs> I drank the bottle. The whole bottle. So I did what I normally do. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving their house and I'm I'm driving home and I'm like woozy. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> okay right. Jesus keep the cop ministry because I don't want to get pulled over because I was done like I was, drunk. <laughs> I was drunk yeah. I come home you know I lay down it gotta be like maybe at this point like one in the morning by like three in the morning mm-hmm. I got up and when I tell y'all I was so sick I didn't eat nothing abnormally that I don't oh. eat I didn't drink anything outside of my norm nothing changed in my norm I was sick I literally was sick for three whole days. I was thrown up. I was going to the bathroom. I was dizzy. I was weak. I thought somebody poisoned me. I thought somebody poisoned me. And like, I literally, and I was still going to church and stuff. So like, I mean, I I still was going to church. I literally had a encounter with the Holy Spirit and he whispered to me no more. Mm. And I was like, "Mm, okay. And it was like, no more. And literally from that third day mm-hmm. when the Lord resurrected me back to life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because I was done. Like when he brought me back since that day. And it's been two, two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a drink of anything. That's good. It can be around me. I can see it. I can. And I do not want it. Mm-hmm. He And that is a, my testimony is literally one of those. He'll take the taste out your mouth. Help. That's, that's he me. will take it out. I have no desire to drink alcohol. I have not one desire. It's just not my struggle anymore. I I would throw up. That one he literally supernaturally had to do for me. He took it out because he was faithful to do so. He did that for me. That's good. Yeah, he did that for me. I have no desire to even drink. So so what about you, Is the Beast? Okay, uh, my testimony is similar. Uh, Well, I didn't get sick. Yeah. I got sick one night though. I, I okay, so I had I we had a me and my coworkers, we had a kickback. Okay. Well, it was me and this one girl. We was close, like we was she was my coworker, whatever, and we she was moving and so we, we can't we got together, we was like, we just gonna throw a little kickback, you know, have fun one night. So that's what we did. We threw a kickback. Okay. And so I this particular one I got super duper 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 drunk. Wow. And so I I hadn't eaten anything. The and the last thing I had ate that day was like Chipotle. But it was like earlier in the day or not. And but other than that I never I didn't eat nothing crazy, nothing like that. So I was just drinking, you know. I used to when I when I used to drink, I could drink. Like I could I never really drunk like that, but when I did I could. You could right. Like I can I could do it. Mm-hmm. And so um I had got really drunk. And so I started getting sick, and I was like, "Hold on, this don't usually happen to me." Like, wait a minute, this don't never happen to me. So I went to the bathroom, and I literally p 
puked like oh wow a whole and i i couldn't even get to the toilet so i had to do it in the sink wow. and it was so much just coming up and it just kept coming and it was oh. like i threw up pretty much that whole entire night and so after that, the taste literally left my mouth. Like if wow. I was to, I've tried to do it again, uh-huh. but I would literally like gag oh, and have wow. to force it. Like I would have to force myself to like swallow it. Like wow. I, the taste, I don't like, I don't like alcohol. Like I don't like the taste of it. I don't even like the smell. Wow. Like it literally, I literally cannot do it. Wow. And then as far as marijuana um, goes, as far as any of that goes, uh, I have to stay in god's face like i literally have to stay in his word yes and and it's like with me the more that i read the more that i get to know him and the more that i learn the more it makes me like i can't i just now it's like i can't even do it because i'm gonna feel bad for doing like i I don't like being in trouble i don't like the feeling of being in trouble i don't either i don't like that feeling and so like when so that's what keeps me me too and not even try to get out get outside of his grace and outside of his will because it's like now that he lets me realize how much mercy he has over my life he how much grace he Mm. had over me it's like i don't even know if i stepped out of your will now i don't know what you would let happen to me so like i'm good i'm good like just the other day I, it was somebody around me who was smoking marijuana or whatever. And when I smelt it, it didn't even smell the same to me. Wow. Like, I was just like, wow. And I had to literally stop what I was doing. I was like, God, I thank you for deliverance. And wow. I had to plead the blood of Jesus over myself. I was just like, God, I thank you. Because yes. when I walked and I smelt it, it smelled. I used to love the way marijuana smelled. Wow. It that, smells awful. I used to love. I, <laughs> but I don't know. It was just something that I, I used to love the way. Even when I tried, to, when I tried it and I turned my back on it. I still look. I still like the way. It's, that's how I knew that it wasn't off, off of you because I like the way it, it smelled. Mm-hmm. Even though I wasn't smoking it, I loved the smell. Yeah. So like when I smelled it, I was just like, "This is different." Oh, like, wow, this is really different. I was like, "God, I thank you for deliverance." Wow, deliverance. I thank you for washing me. Yes, cleansing, purging. Yes. Oh, thank you, Izzy. That was that was. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. What about you, Britt? What's, All right, I'm what's... gonna start with marijuana first. Okay. 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 So with. Marijuana. Um, I was dating a weed man at the time, mm-hmm. and me when a uh, weed man got caught, mm. and basically, you know, he had some friends that was some snitches that kind of gave away, you know, where the apartment was, mm-hmm. you know, where the stash and stuff was mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and so, um, basically, he let me know, you know, whatever you have in there, mm. get it now, because mm-hmm. he knew he knew he was, he knew he was getting out of there. He knew it was his, it was over with. Or whatever. So he got locked up and everything. And literally, even with me getting my stuff, I knew I still had some stuff in the bag and everything like that. And like by the grace of God, I didn't get caught wow. up in that. Even with me having stuff over their shirts, things that looked like it belonged to a girl mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, I was still protected in that. Mm-hmm. But um, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't enough to even break me. So I started dealing with a tobacco allergy. Now, particularly I was rolling with, you know, swishers and yeah. things like that. And so I started developing a tobacco allergy. So I was smoke, but then all of a sudden my throat or my mouth would feel a little, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what in the world is going on? So, you know, I'm having to take allergy medicine after I smoke. And I'm like, why is this going to happen? And so I decided, you know, to go out with my friends, have fun, and, you know, they in rotation. They sitting in a little circle, having their little deep conversations. Lord. You know what I'm saying? And they, they passing this around, and they're all using the same tobacco papers. And it got to the point where I really was having a bad allergic wow. reaction and everything. And that's really what kind of 
started it for me. So then I was like, okay, well, maybe I could do just regular papers, non-tobacco papers uh-huh. and everything. And so um, I started dealing with hallucinations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes you don't know where the papers are coming from. You don't mm. know the origin behind this stuff. And then when you're burning it and it's having a weird effect on you, you would think, oh, it's the weed that's laced. And mm. it, you never think that if, if anything could be wrong with the paper. Mm-hmm. Like, you never you never see this. So, um, for me, dealing with hallucinations, it was the fear of the things I was seeing. Wow. wow. Um, and because I would be practically begging God, I don't want to see it no more. Oh. I don't want to see it no more. Like, I'm... You know, I'm watching people and I'm seeing shadows and things following, Ooh. grabbing and dragons wow. and things. And so, you know, I'm in fear of it and I'm afraid to say anything because no one can see what I'm seeing. So I felt like an X-Men mutant in the room. And I'm like, I can't say anything because no one's going to understand yeah, what, what I'm, I'm talking saying. about. Yeah. Because no yeah. one in the room yeah. that I'm hanging with is Christ-minded anyway. Because we, link- we linked up because of our sin. Right. We linked up for, for that. So, um the fear of what I was seeing because I wanted my natural vision back so bad. I mm-hmm. didn't want that altered state no more. I didn't want it because of that. So um, that's literally what drove me to stop. Like, And then I had to change my environment and my friends mm-hmm. and everything because the friends were the one always encouraging me, coming over, having fun to smoke, wake and bake and all of that. So, you know what I'm saying? My influences, my friends, that was the first issue. The environment I was in with being up under a weed van, that's a, that's a dangerous environment to be linked up with all kinds of criminals and felons and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I had to change those two things or whatever to literally break that off but the fear alone was was enough to do it for me mm-hmm. and that's good. until you come in contact with that type of mm-hmm. spiritual level you you won't understand the fear of seeing you something so it's a whole a right it's a, it'll make Ooh. you get in god's face Ooh, when you see something scary. that look like it's trying to kill you and you're yeah. like but don't nobody in the room exactly. see it that's so scary. that was the fear alone is what drove me away that's that and the allergy so with drinking on the other hand I officially 100% got delivered from alcoholism during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't it wasn't something that it was just like, oh, I'm just going to give up drinking. I was like, no, I'm going to be a casual drink. I'm not a person that's going to be right. drinking every day. Right, it's right. going to be when I see the family for Christmas, when I'm, a, you know, maybe my birthday. Like, just only on special occasions, even while I was still hearing, don't be some Christians, don't be out there drinking. For no. my yeah. Because I just the enemy will make you think like okay you 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 can still drink because you're not the Bible say don't don't get, get drunk. drunk it said yes. no don't you're not supposed to um, entertain drunkenness you're not getting drunk but, you can have a little cup who's to say what drunk is but that too but again I just broke it down it says be sober minded in in the original Bible in Aramaic the word sober means do not drink strong liquor mm-hmm. so. Sober-minded means do not consume strong Strong liquor. liquor. Wow. Wow. The devil a liar. liar. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, for me, during this pandemic, it was hard. I'm an extrovert. I love being out, seeing people, having fun and stuff like that. So, when this pandemic first hit, my anxiety was on a thousand. Like, I was one of the people that got affected hard. Mm. Then I went through a series of losing friends. Mm -hmm. So, between them two things alone had me in a strong vulnerable emotional place that i wanted to drink myself into oblivion but i was like i can't do it Mm -hmm. but literally in the midst of me losing my friends in the midst of me you know going through that god sent me tay Mm -hmm. so thank god for tay's life alone was enough to make me straighten up she didn't have to tell me Brittany, don't drink don't die to die tay's life alone was enough to say Brittany, she can do it Mm. she can do it Britt. 
So I, for me, it went from. I did it for her. Right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, literally over a course of, you know, days and stuff like that, you know, I would go to my uncle's to watch, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. So me being in the presence of it, now I'm starting to hear the words of Kopi. I'm starting to hear the words of the mm-hmm. Holy Ghost say, mm-hmm. don't drink. Don't this. That's good. Purity. Mm-hmm. Then I'm starting to hear Romans. Mm. I present my body as a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Then the scriptures, the scriptures started coming life when I'm in the presence of evil. Yes. So it's like, it's crazy. It's like, the, you know, the scriptures that you think that you forget about when you're in the presence Hello? of evil, what they will resurface saying? like a tattoo. What are you yes. hear me? Like, baby, the things, yes. them babies, the things will surface. Yes. So yes. I had to realize I didn't want it. It's the generational curse trying to pull me hey, back. Wow. Okay. It's not that I wanted it. I hear you. It. It's just the generational curse of my family. And so That's until good. I verbally canceled it, you have, the authority, you have the authority to cut it off. You have the authority to cut off your own generational curse, but you have to stand where the curse is at. You got to open up your mouth. You, I didn't say there nothing. There is no deliverance inside. There was no she deliverance She just gave me the key. I'm running with it. I just got the key. Open you got to open so, up your because mouth. Because we call life and death. So God, she God reminds you that you it. have the authority to cancel a generational curse through denouncing. So I kept, every time I kept going over there, you know, it, I was still being offered liquor still be mm-hmm. offered liquor got around my sorority sisters but they had been paying attention to my change in the pandemic mm-hmm. so they noticed that there was a change so mm-hmm. now when i got around them it was a oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to cuss around you it was mm-hmm. a they were straighten up that's what they'll so do honey when they people see that when sure people will. see that your life has changed and everything oh, they'll right? straighten up they'll be like oh, oh i'm sorry no let me not let me not offer that to you or mm-hmm. let me not die but then there were some who would sit literally cheek to shoulder to shoulder with me. No, we're supposed to be six feet. But shoulder to shoulder with me. <laughs> Girl, I got the henny. And I'm like, I don't want any. So, oh, that's what I'm talking about. verbally finally stood up and said I do not drink anymore or mm-hmm. I do not That's I don't good. want it not oh I'm just fasting from it right now oh yeah I'm not yeah at first I was tiptoeing around it I was it. like oh no I don't want you right now I'm fasting oh I don't want you because uh-huh. that's, that's what I was doing at first I didn't want to break Woo! it I didn't want to preserve his feelings now I wanted to preserve my family's feelings by not saying I'm not drinking anymore because I want them to think I'm better than you but the enemy will do that but when you stand make me run around truth, here but when you know the same influence that Tay, Tay living pure, Tay living, you know, that's holy good. and everything like that. That's so, good. you know what I'm saying? I Now I can say, I have a friend that's doing it. And she's standing bold for that's her family. Good. If I, if she can do it, I can. When I verbally say, I am not drinking anymore, I'm not touching alcohol anymore, it's severed. And so, like, can I, I, I just want to say something really quick. Praise God. That's, that's good, Brittany. You said, you said a whole lot. You so, um, also, I just got, because, and I, and this is good, this is the Holy Spirit just really ministered to me. That was so good for me. Because what I understand is, or what I just got in my spirit was that I couldn't really fully be delivered from, you know, drinking or smoking or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it would be times where, and I always tell Tay this, I don't, I don't, I'm not really someone who get influenced on stuff. I'm not mm-hmm. really easily influenced. But if I do something, it's because I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, okay, so it would be, like, I would turn down, like, drinks and stuff like that. But in my heart, I really wanted to do it. That's why it was easy for me to be Go like, okay, all right, well, since you asked for the third <laughs> I time, I did a little bit. I did a little bit. 
Sometimes but it was in my heart to do yes. it. Yeah. I'm not really easy. I'm not an easily an easily influenced person. Uh-huh. I'm not really. You can't really persuade. Because once I say no, I mean that. Yeah. And I mean business when I say no. Yes. I, when I say no, I say no. And yep. if I say yes, it's because I actually genuinely want to, want do, to do, it. do it. I'm like that with everything. It mm-hmm. could be even the smallest things. I'm like that about everything. That's I good. think deeply about everything, everything. I do. I'm like that too. So if I do something, mm-hmm. it's because I, I wanted, wanted to, to do, do that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even if it was bad. Even if, if I wanted to rebel, it's because I wanted to rebel. There you go. You hit the nail on the head. I wanted to do that. So, the, okay. That mm-hmm. far, that Thank far, you. That Thank far. you, Holy Ghost, for giving that to Israel. Yeah. Because what I would like to say is, to all of you listening, you do it. You do it. And I actually had a conversation with someone who actually indulges in marijuana smoking. And they said, you know, I, I kept drilling them about it. I kept drilling them about it. I kept drilling them about it. Till finally... They finally broke down and told me what I wanted to hear. They said, I smoke weed because I like it. Mm. And I was like, boom, that's what I wanted you to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you keep trying to feed me all of these reasons why I do it because I'm creative. I do it because yeah. uh, it makes me this. I do it because yeah. my head hurts. I do it because my toenail cracks. Stop Hello? it. What are you Stop saying? it. What are you saying? You do it because you like, you like it. it. That's true. Because you like it. That's true. And like I say all the time. You ain't sinning if it don't feel good. Right. Hello? That's what sin is about. Sin tickles your flesh so yes. it makes you feel good. When we walk in with God, we're going to have to do things that don't feel good. So the enemy uses pleasure to keep us bound. Okay? When it feels good, you keep doing it. Okay? Everything that feels good is not good. Emotions? Ooh, that's, that's not emotional. Ooh. He's not emotional. He's not. He's not. He's not. Okay? When does it say in the Bible? Work out your salvation with fear and you trembling. trembling. Yeah. That means you scared and you you shaking. I don't want to, God. Uh-huh. Okay. Strap your boots up. That's good. Put your war gear on Hello. and go fight. Hello. I don't Hello. care how you feel today. This your emotions will change. Once the battle is won, I guarantee you you'll have a praise. But I'm going to send you out anyway. Go on about your business. Okay? okay? That's the way he deals with us. He doesn't deal with us in our emotions. Those are floppy. They lie. Feelings. We have feelings. They don't have us. Ooh, so you can't, you can't be out here on my feelings. I just feel like smoking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But guess what? That's a lie right You there. don't feel like being set free because you like what you're doing. That's right. And like Brittany says all the time, you don't want to give up your favorite sin. Mm, you don't want to get, you just don't want to give it up because it feels good. That's good. The thing is, is it's, that it's, it's pulling you away from your, okay, let's go ahead. Oh, thank you, God. All right. It's pulling you away from your identity. Yeah. The problem that the enemy can get you from being who you Stop. are and trusting your own a- abilities or whatever when you're sober Instead of you having the faith in your own abilities that God you gives you, talking. let me alter it and make it higher because I can produce it better when I'm high or when right. I'm drunk let or whatever. And no. half the time what you're producing isn't even what you're supposed to be in anyway. You calling yourself a singer and God called you a pastor. The reason Ooh. you can't really get into your position is because you're relying on something and someone else to tell you who you are. The Bible tells you not to depend on no... Okay, let me do and so Let every <laughs> man be a liar. And God, okay? And so I feel like... Not I feel like... I need to stop saying that. Okay, so I know that... Well, everybody... Like, I just pray that we come to a realization. Uh-huh. Well, we've come... People who's listening, everyone who's listening, Mm -hmm. I just pray that you come to a realization that the enemy, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm -hmm. And so we've we've established that marijuana and alcohol comes for our mind. And we will say drugs as a whole. Drugs, That's That's pills, because y'all out here, y'all popping pills, y'all perks and zannies, and doing this. 
stuff. Okay. And y'all be smoking crazy stuff. Like, stop going under this the kitchen true. sink for stuff to get high. It's Yo! not okay. Okay? But it's enough for We've me. come to the realization <laughs> that drugs as in a whole, they come for first our mind. Mm-hmm. That if the enemy can get to our mind, he That's can get to our one. heart. This is true. That's so, first we, so, we've come to the realization that drugs come for our mind. And so, like, if the if the enemy can come to our mind, he can get to our heart. Mm-hmm. He can get to our heart. He can get to our he he's want he wants to kill us spiritually first. Yes, yes. yes. That's the first. That's the first step that's to death. Yes. It's spirit spiritual death is the first. That's the first step. The you have to. Your spirit easy. has to die. It has to. If your spirit is dead, you can't hear nothing from no ghost. You can't hear God. You gonna miss him every single time you he come around. You gonna miss him. Yeah. So then, if you keep missing him, and if you're spiritually dead. Then he can take you out yes. physically. Mm-hmm. You can die. Your spirit goes first, and then your body follows. That's oh. exactly what I wrote in my book. You literally said in it. The book? That's exactly what I have. Done. That's what happens verbatim. Yeah, and so now, like, we want you all to understand that mm-hmm. nobody out here trying to kill your fun because you come to Jesus. You really live a real life when you free in Him. What? When you smoking you and when you drinking, you bound up. You can't express yourself freely. When you get in God, that's when your freedom and liberty comes. He is freedom and liberty. I have never been more free than I am in my life right now. And I and I've never been more free. And me being like just like me being 21, I thought and that's another reason why I ran so much mm-hmm. because I didn't think that I could still live yeah. a fun life and be saved. Like I was just like I'm finna miss out on all the fun, <laughs> all the parties. That's true though. All the lituations like <laughs> like I and this is honest to, like honest to God truth. I am the happiest I've ever been ever. Oh, I don't really? have I don't have all the money in the world. I wake. I work a regular, regular, schmegular job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, I'm still believing God in certain things for my life, but I'm still happy. Like mm-hmm. I'm happy. I'm genuinely happy. Whether than when I had a, a, a apartment, whether than when I had some money, when I was making better money. Like when I, I was not happy. I was yeah. not happy. The things of this world does not like talk bring about us happy because it says in the Bible, Israel, the flesh is never satisfied you gonna get high and higher and higher that's why you keep trying to upgrade that's why you start with i know some lingo that's why y'all start with reggie ain't that like regular reggie reggie, reggie. Oh, reggie don't do reggie. nothing and then you gotta you up, have to you go gotta ahead. start smoking some higher stuff Look, they came with out some with more tea you want some mid then you drink you gonna upgrade because mm-hmm. you're gonna try then eventually some people they start smoking cocaine because they like you this high you don't make them high no more it don't they make you high no more right. so now you got to move to something else did some people like they start doing heroin and and they they want and they're chasing another high crazy. you're che- you're gonna keep chasing keep it's chasing. gonna keep pulling you from god it's gonna keep or whatever like james you. james four and four mm-hmm. um it says do you not know that friendship with the world means hostility towards God? Ooh, Whoever becomes friends with the world becomes God's Ooh, enemy. Enemy. And the Bible doesn't lie. So for all of you who are reading the Bible, just read the Bible. Just read it. Just read it. Read just it. Read, read the Bible. The Bible. Analyze it. Don't read it. Break it down. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. Because I guarantee good. you, I guarantee you, if you really read the Bible, it will read you. You better yeah. dissect the word. It will read you. It will tell you about your life Trinity. once you sit in a position of wanting to hear what God wants to say to you. And with that point being making, what I do want to say is to anyone out here using drugs, 
or on alcohol, there is hope for you. There You've is. sat and listened to three individuals who have walked that walk, okay? We have been there. So you know just from us speaking that there is deliverance in God. But you got to want him. You got to want him. Yeah, you have to want him. And the first step for you doing that is to go. Yeah. You don't need, Like we say all the time, you only have to go to a church now. You can get saved right in your living room. This all you true. have to do is say the sinner's prayer. Yeah. It's available yes. for you. Y'all Google everything else in the world. Google how can I be saved. The sinner's prayer. And it's all about the heart posture. <laughs> it is. Ooh. As long mm-hmm. as your heart is just like... Get to you better find your most vulnerableest, yes. vulnerable hardest, the most broken hardest yes. part, like place in your. Because God will meet you where you. I'm he telling will. you, He meets you right. If you where never you felt are. His presence, you better get in your most vulnerableest. Yes, that's the word mm-hmm. state that you've ever been in, and you go talk to Him. Yes, and you don't have to get cleaned up to go to church. Like a and lot of don't. churches are open and now. You we are. have an amazing ministry called That Kingdom Has Come International yes. Ministries. Ooh. It is Bible based. Yes. Okay, Holy Ghost field, oh, Holy yes. deliverance yes. ministry. Okay, I'm talking about fresh fire falls what every time saying? we in the building. What are you saying? Okay. Yeah. I've never, never been there and haven't felt the uh, spirit of God. This is true. This okay. is true. So if you're in Georgia, like we're located, come see us. Please. We're located at 6025 Mableton Parkway. And we have a website. Okay, tkhcministries.com. Go and visit, you know, learn about our pastor. His name is Pastor Thomas and our co-pastor, Teresa Goggins. And it's just an amazing ministry. We know what we know because of who we're under. Amen. Okay. Now, I'm not, I'm not taking God's glory away, but real leadership that walks and lives and lets you have a life that you can look at and say, yes. wow, they really live for God. Yes. That yes. is something that we all need, even millennials. So if you left the church... Give him another chance. Give yeah. Jesus another, another try. Give him another, Give him another try. try. Give him another try. He didn't leave. Zone. You just closed the door. But I promise what you, he's you on the saying? other side. He's on the other side. So as soon as you knock, he will open it for you. Okay? And before we go, you guys know at the end of every episode, we always have a hard question. Heart is an acronym for how are you really doing? And with this hard question, I am going to ask, um, at what age did you try drugs and or alcohol? And what was the ending result? Um, my um, technical team <laughs> will make sure that that post goes up this week um, when the podcast does, you know, air. If you listen, of course, it's oh, already yeah. aired. But um, it will go up and um, just answer the question. You can answer it down there. If not, you can put it in the direct message. And um, God is faithful. I did. <laughs> I had lost for words. Now, okay, so the the... The recording comes when God releases it. I feel led to say this. Come on. But I'm going to just tell y'all. At the lead up, the worship that led up to this episode. <laughs> I just know. Yeah. I know. Somebody about somebody coming to the Lord off of this episode. It's about to. It's a bomb. And it's about to just Glory blow up. God. Like all of the glory goes to the yes. most high yes, God. Because you. what I want you all to know is if we're not in position we're no good for you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So God really keeps us at a place to talk and to pour this out for you all. And we thank you so much for listening. I want to personally thank uh, Israel! <laughs> this amazing vessel that the Lord saw fit to place in my life for such a time as this. For such a time. She, she may be young. Let me tell y'all something. She may be young, but huh? Baby, where's the old fleet? You hear me? me? 
She got that. That's all I'm gonna say. Y'all gonna go Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she got she got y'all heard it. Y'all really heard it from this 21 year young vessel of God. She is a part of our ministry as well. She is a a really great family friend of mine. Don't miss God. Don't miss. Because he's there, he comes. So Israel, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Israel. Thank you, bro. No, thank you for having me. You're so very welcome. Thank you, God, for blessing us with her presence and your wisdom running through her. And I speak nothing but blessings over your life. That's for you. And um Thank you, I speak, it black. I speak it back. Thank you, thank I you. Thank you, Brett. We appreciate you. <laughs> this the sounds for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and we got some, like we said on the last episode. And go listen go to the last listen. episode. The last episode was called Don't Taste the Rainbow. We talked about homosexuality. Oh, and yeah. while you're there, you might as well listen to all six episodes. I'm, I'm just, just saying. <laughs> if you're here, you're, you obviously clicked on number six. So, go back to one. <laughs> <laughs> but just make it make sense for me. And also, do us a great favor and follow us on Instagram at Netflix underscore and underscore heal. You get all your juice there, okay? It's great. You know when the next episode is coming. You know it comes up. And last... But not least, we got some some good stuff coming in September. It's coming. It's some heat coming. Okay? Okay? Don't sleep on us because we coming for y'all. They coming for y'all. Coming. Okay? Driving down your road. And I just want to give all thanks to the Most High God. Yes, God. Be glorified, Great Father, in what you do. Because this really is a podcast for people to ultimately seek find and have their healing we are looking for you to be healed okay so god will get the glory out of your life thank you ladies thank you thank Thank you you. it's it's been great it really has did you enjoy is it i i had like an amazing time did you thank you for stepping into the studio and and you know recording it's very pleasant in here i feel feel the spirit well to god be the glory (laughs) well our listeners until next time see you soon bye-bye